0: Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I'm joined by Aram in Toronto. What's up, Aram? Hello.
1: Happy That's All-Star all- weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: Sure, yeah. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's over now, but <laughs> happy happy uh, past All-Star weekend to you. I will say that I'm 100% happy because no one got hurt. Plain and simple.
1: Oh absolutely. I mean, number two is just like so far down that list of like priorities.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kaminga, he looked like he did. I mean, he didn't do much he had like two points. He didn't have really highlights at all and was kind of felt like a little bit on the outside looking in. He yeah, had that vibe yeah. of the, uh, uh, the rising stars, but hell, you know, done. Right. No injuries. Hopped on a private jet went to go see his folks in Orlando. I think I read, Great. Mm -hmm. And then Juan Anderson, I mean, I was really, I tuned into the dunk contest late and I didn't see any of Jalen Green's misses, but JTA, man, I don't know how old the oldest winner of the dunk contest was, (laughs) but I'm like, man, he's like 29. And for a guy who could dunk really well when he was younger, he can still dunk well, obviously, but he looked like he had a dunking ceiling. You know what I mean? Like he was like going for, the Jay Rich dunk, and it was like yeah, he's going up. Oh wait, he <laughs> hit his head on the ceiling, and he's coming down, and he's not going to get high enough. And the more he had to do it, the <laughs> lower he was, right? Because, <laughs> and then uh, the one I missed it, but I saw a highlight of it, him dunking over Wiggins. I I texted you about this, like he definitely used his hand to prop and push off of Wiggins' shoulder. And you said to me, like most guys do that when they do that kind of dunk, but I'm like. I don't think so, not the great dunks of people <laughs> jumping over. But I will also say that it just seemed like he really needed that. You know what I mean? Like he really was like, Oh, I I need to push off. Not like was little, his first dunk, little dunk of the night too. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but all things being equal, like I, I loved uh, his his uniform with the Mexican uh national colors, the flag colors, the shoes uh, and uh it was cool to see I, him yeah, have come I mean, so far. You know, yeah, story.
1: he he went for it, you know, he got to, I, I'm sure it was like, uh, you know, maybe not a dream come true in terms of how it ended, but like, you know, to be in that high profile kind of place and like, and give it your best shot, like, that's cool. And, you know, there was, uh, I think the Warriors uh, Twitter account <laughs> posted a a, a post competition uh A conversation with him and Jay Rich, and and basically Jay Rich was like, "It's a hard dunk," and (laughs) he said the only time I ever pulled it off was the one in the competition. That was the only time he ever completed that dunk. So, you know, and uh, and he was whatever twenty three years old when he did it. So, um, so you know, props to JTA for for trying. Um, But and just in general, the dunk competition. uh, There's a lot of you know um consternation about like the it's it's broken and that it, that happens every year um anytime that it's kind of lackluster and it's just like it part of it is like the the legendary ones are just so like are just so amazing like you know of course the early era dunk competition ones like are great right uh but you know you watch the vince carter one and those are those I don't feel like I've seen anything since then that has been better than that. Um, Ooh. I mean, did you, i I watched a bunch of
0: the Zach Levine, Eric Gordon. ones? Like, those, yeah, well, I mean, those would, and those would be the only ones that are yeah, close. Yeah. Since then, you the,
1: know, Like
0: that was, that was the creativity is just like amazing. And the, the thing you notice too, is like not only people finishing dunks, but like the, the force and the yeah. power and like the, like the, the gliding, you know, like, whereas like in this dunk contest, it seemed like people were straining, <laughs> like, it's <was> like <laughs> just to get it over the rim. And then when they, when they dunked it, it'd be like, Oh, that was, that was a great dunk. I, I, I was upset when I found out that they only score from six to 10, six is the lowest <laughs> score. And I'm like, what is this participation trophy? You know what I mean? Like you get five points participation and if you're really gonna do it, it would be way more entertaining if people could get zeros and ones, you know. Because yeah, I feel like they're, there's they're
1: never gonna they're, I they know would never they would never give that. But like this, they don't want to like, embarrass anybody, and that's I know, why and they, it's six to ten, right? I, I know, but like still, that's the thing. Like
0: just the fact that it is six to ten. If it was from one to ten or zero to ten, then at least like people judges might not give anything below a five or a four. But still, you know, like it just feels like, oh, then this is completely, you know. I mean, we all know it's just for show anyway, no matter what. But it's it's just kind of silly because you're right. Like it goes in cycles, right? Like it's like, oh man, you get a bunch of, uh, for the most part, random people doing it. The dunks aren't very good. Three point contest should, you know, be the headliner of the night. And then you'll get a contest that's, that's actually pretty good. You'll get a couple years of Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine going at it. And then we're back in that low point, that, that Valley until they figure out a way to get Anthony Edwards, John Moran, (laughs) whomever else to
1: compete. And and you need stars, yeah, you need stars to do it, right? You need, or, or at least like people who are, uh, well known and we love JTA, but you know, why is he in that competition? Uh, yeah. You you know, it, it, it was great for the league to have Carl Anthony Towns, like whether he's a big man or not, and he was the biggest, you know, greatest shooting big man of ever of all time. Uh it's great to have him there because he's an all-star. He's uh, you know, he's a well known player and have Trey Young part of the three point competition, all of those kinds of things. Like that that really matters. And you know, you need to have some hype for yeah. it. And 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 obviously people who can deliver too. Right. Stars who can deliver. And so, you know, I I, I think I think, you know, a, a big part of it is like the stars don't want to lose. Um, yeah. And, and that's understandable. But. But I don't know, give people a show a little bit. And I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they we we need to see John Morant in that. We need to see Anthony Edwards. We need to see some of these other guys, too. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. What did you think of Steph's
1: uh, night in the All-Star game? so I didn't watch the game and I have to admit, I, I, so I was like checking in on it. I didn't watch it in full. And because they do the, the, the Elam scoring. Yeah. I was super confused. Uh, wait, I was like, where? what, what are they doing right now? And then I tuned in again. And then, and then it was like all the, it was the halftime show I learned later. It was a halftime show, but I was like, Oh wait, wait! What would I? Is the game over? <laughs> like, I was super confused. So I missed. I've missed a lot of it. So I've only been seeing the highlights. Yeah. Um, and and, and uh, the main thing is, uh, hey, let's hope this uh this uh, sixteen three pointers made uh, carries over <laughs> to the rest of the season. That's yeah. all I was thinking about.
0: Yeah, that's all yeah. I was thinking about. Yeah, same here. I was like, oh, he's back. You know, he's and, back. And you know, even if it's an all-star game, it's just like. That like getting that muscle memory, getting that stroke and that confidence and, and hitting
1: one of those. And the, and the cockiness, the, yeah. right, the like, you know, the, the shoot it and turn around, the dancing, the you know, talking, talking smack to the audience, like, like, that's amazing. Like we need, we need the swag, right? Yeah. Like, like, we need that back.
0: I mean, that kind of showmanship is, is something that, especially as a, as a three point shooter, as opposed to like, you know, somebody who who dunks or whatever a high flyer like that kind of stuff that he does we see it because we watch like all the warriors games right some people see it because they see the highlights a lot of people don't see it they don't see it live they don't see it actually happen so i'm glad that he was able to put on a show especially in cleveland especially when they booed him all weekend and everything and uh yeah i i very much enjoyed that and um again he came away you know not hurt and that to me is like the most important thing and i'll be honest i was i did watch the all-star game in the background it was so boring for a while i was like i hope come on you know wiggins score okay he scored once he scored i was like happy <laughs> yeah. because you don't want to be the the guy in the exactly. all-star team that doesn't score especially as a starter and yeah. he had a very he, solid solid like i think he there's scored what, like 10
1: points or something yeah, like
0: that right yeah. pretty good great showing, but. There was one point where, like, I think Steph hit a one of his like crazy long distance threes, and then Angel Wiggins came down and hit like a very solid right and right at three point line, like you know, like wing three pointer. And I was like, yes, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I, but I, I got to admit that that uh, third quarter where Steph really went off, I I was watching like the TNT broadcast, and then there was a TBS broadcast with like. The TNT, the Shaq, Chuck, Kenny, mm-hmm. Ernie Johnson crew, and then Draymond on the sidelines. It was a little bit more chaotic, but I watched it just to see and hear reactions to some of Steph's shots, and you know that's that's what this whole exhibition is is for. And um, you know, I appreciate uh, I appreciated that, but it, it's also crazy to me, like some of those guys, how young they are out on the court. You know, seeing Trey Young, a guy I thought would not be a very good pro. Uh, I will also note uh, this is just a completely complete tangent, but like an early episode this season, you and I talked about how the rules were changed and how like guys like Trey Young and James Harden were shooting fewer free throws. Trey Young, his average free throws per game has gone up again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's back up. Maybe not at like eight, nine, whatever, but it's like it was at four, and now it's like
1: six, seven or something like that yeah, yeah. no that's so, one of the i mean that's been that's one a of sham. the super annoying things from from the first third of the season to the you know second third it's just like oh they stopped doing that and you know there's precedents of that happening in pre. you know when they have a rule change it just takes some time for like a yeah. few seasons for it to be fully implemented but it's super annoying because beginning of the year was really good Um, There's really good flow to things. And I I think they're generally still not like calling the total BS stuff, but, um, but they're calling enough of it, you know? Yeah. And, and these do, you know, people who are, who like Trey Young or James Harden, like they're masters at that, at Mm -hmm. baiting refs. Right. So they will find another way to do it. So, um, so it, it's kind of unfortunate for that. I was just going to mix my, my basketball and baseball metaphors as I often do in that, like I, I was thinking about the three pointer, especially Steph three pointers and why they're so entertaining is that they're kind of like a home run, right? Like there's this kind of like this moment where it, it's uh going to sound like super cheesy, but it's like soaring and you don't, you don't know the, the outcome yet. Right. Yeah. And the same, like a home run, like it's the anticipation of that. Like dunks are amazing. Cause like, they're kind of like athletic and violent um mm-hmm. they can be stylish those kinds of things and and they get people hyped too but but there's something about the the not only the the kind of physical flight of it the anticipation of it but also because it's like worth more points right <laughs> like yeah. just like a home run is right like yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's an assurance of that extra value so that's also exciting right so mm-hmm. so you know just seeing just seeing stuff do that in a it, you know even if it's an all-star game like uh like that just really kind of drove it home for me just like oh this is like the this is like a home run derby with this guy or he's he's like barry bonds you know like he can with hit like, a,
0: a, with like a, s- a
1: smaller smaller head <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah a little skinnier um <laughs> But, uh, you know, and, you know, he can just go off any time, right? And and with basketball, you just have the ball in your hands. You just have more opportunities, right? Just yeah. every time down, he has an opportunity. You know, Barry Bonds would get, you know, four or five chances the entire game, right? So, um, yeah, that was just something I was thinking about. You just seen all those, like, all those shots go in. and something yeah. I've been thinking about a lot, too. Yeah, and, and with that, right, it takes there's at least – uh, like
0: a little bit more anticipation because the ball is in the air for such a long time compared to yeah. like a, a, a dunk. Right. So yeah. with a dunk, the anticipation is like, say someone's on a fast break. It's like,
1: what are they going to do or whatever? Yeah. Is, or there's like, almost a surprise of it too. Right. Yeah. Like uh, somebody dunking over somebody. Right. And and these right. are all things that I love, obviously. I'm not saying like, oh, one is superior to the other, but
0: um, yeah. I did want to say one thing about the 75, uh, 75th anniversary. Team oh yeah, and that whole yeah. thing uh, i watched that and i i appreciate that uh it's crazy because i remember watching the the 50th anniversary team and yeah. like they instead of like giving like these kind of coats that they have now with the <laughs> emblem they had like the leather jackets yeah in the yeah the
1: leather color. varsity jackets. yeah, yeah. The,
0: in the color of their their uh, teams and whatever and i remember like uh the guys who were in the all-star game like michael jordan carl malone all those guys they were like in their uniforms and they put on these jackets at halftime, at least for this one, they had everybody in like kind of black sweats or warm ups or something. So it didn't look too kind of odd, but you know, all that was cool to see. It's crazy to me. How many people have have passed away since, you know, it's crazy to me how, how time flies, but as an aside, in terms of like clay Thompson being on that team, I think he should be on that team. But I also think there's a ton of other guys who should be on that team. But one thing that I noticed that I wanted to toss out to you was like the argument for Clay is when I look at James Worthy, okay, totally different type of player, but on that team, that Lakers team, that Showtime team, he was you know quote unquote their third most important player, mm-hmm. you know, and there's all kinds of arguments for everybody who should and shouldn't be in, but to me, like that was the first one because I've I'd been thinking about like other guys who are his contemporaries who he has done more than in his career, yeah. and when yeah. I saw James Worthy, there, I was like, oh, that that's a, a third dude on a team that I I could be like, that's my argument for everyone who says like, oh, he never led his own team or he was never the best player on his own team, et cetera, right? Like, yeah, James Worthy really got a finals MVP or
1: something, but I just want to throw that out there. That's a good comparison. Clay may have been a victim of being out the last two years. You Probably. Know? Like, Recency bias, yeah. Like, if he if he didn't get hurt in 2019 and he'd been playing through, I almost feel like he definitely would be on that on that list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, any any top list is gonna have some players that don't make it that should, right? And it's you know, it's an it's a numbers game, and um, yeah. I I mean, I'm I was disappointed to not see him on it, and hopefully, you know, in 25 years he'll be on that one. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because there's already like 15
0: guys who could be on it who weren't on it, and it's like, well, in 25 years there's gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be plenty of other dudes yeah. who are, who are yeah. going to be deserving, you know? Yeah hoops fans. The latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NBA is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook App now. Use promo code TBPN, bet just $1 on any NBA team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, and official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over, minimum age and local requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888- 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org org slash chat in new york call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467
1: okay so you also mentioned kind of uh uh LeBron's um kind of like how he holds court uh over the media and so uh that there's been there's been a little bit of uh uh scuttlebutt I guess uh because he he made some he made some passive-aggressive digs at uh, Lakers management um it, it sounded like he was trying to indicate that he's looking beyond his when his contract ends and then and then he said uh he said um that at, when after this contract he'll go to any team that drafts his son yeah yeah
0: must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I've I'm curious, like how much do you buy that? And then um and then I think uh uh somebody on the ringer was saying um that they really want to see Sacramento try to try to call this bluff. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing.
0: Uh, uh you know, like I think in terms of Brawny,
1: uh I don't know if he's a first round pick. You know, he. Uh, I I just did a quick thing. He's the forty. He 43rd? is. A, he's a sorry. He's a forty third ranked on the twenty twenty three draft on ESPN. He's a 6'3", 180 hundred eighty pound combo guard. A four star ranking. Uh, so five is the top. But right. So he's a four star recruit at, at the moment.
0: Yeah. So what he has like a couple more years. I mean, are we assuming that he's going to play what? One one year, in so how how old is LeBron going to be? He's going to be like forty.
1: Yeah, he's going to be forty, I think. I mean, you know, <laughs> it depends on how
0: he looks when he's thirty eight, thirty nine. Do you? <laughs> is it going to be like that big of a deal? You know, and uh, it might be worth it if it's only worth it if LeBron is still good enough. You know, and um, and it may seem blasphemous right now, considering how how great he is still, but that stuff falls off quickly at that point in life, you know? Yeah. So that, and then also if, if, if Bronny's worth it, then it's like, oh, great. But if he's not really a first round pick, maybe he's a second round pick, then is that something you really, really want? It, but here's the other thing, like it would be cheap because LeBron probably would do it for uh mid level or whatever. He said he just yeah. wants to do it. So he, he would, maybe would do it for the minimum for the, for the right team. You know? So like, <laughs> If it's like a second round pick and then a minimum, then it's like, sure, why not? You know, then hey, maybe if it's if it's uh, fun and gets tickets to uh, uh, people to go watch the Kings, then sure.
1: <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to ask you, though, uh, what if it was the Warriors? Would you do it?
0: <laughs> Again, like if it doesn't. Mess with the uh, current mojo, and if Steph was cool with it, and if it didn't take time away, and it and Bronny was worth it, then yes, I, I would do it. If if uh, LeBron James Jr. is
1: a solid enough prospect, you know, like that. Imagine the narrative. Imagine the narrative. <laughs> rivals coming together. <laughs> yeah, coming it, together. It,
0: it would be like Chris Weber coming back all of a sudden. Like, and he's way older and way heavier. I mean, not that LeBron would be like that, but it's like, oh, this isn't what I thought it would be. (laughs) And then on him saying, like, oh, you know, I'm not closing the door on Cleveland. That's that's that's, that typical. That's obvious. People love him in Cleveland still. And people in LA, you know, Lakers fans still, I think, appreciate him. And it, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Like, when I read it, I was like, yeah, of course right like yeah of course like it's not it, it, that was never a surprise yeah. uh but then all of a sudden it's like oh i go online and it's all over twitter and it's like this huge thing and lebron is media savvy enough to know it would uh be
1: a big deal oh yeah but sure. um you know, i i don't know whatsoever. i mean i don't know i i mean it there's no um there's no like, case where I can draw a comparison to it. But, but I've, I've, like, I, when I read about the Cleveland thing, it's kind of like, oh, oh, so you're throwing that out there now because they're good again. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and they, they got bad because you left. Right. And, uh, and, and the things that they had to do yeah, to please you when you exactly. were there, right? Like getting rid of, you know, any any of their assets or whatever. And, and part of me would be like, as a Cleveland fan, and I'm not, but it would be like, I'd be like, like, uh, not this again, right? Like. Yeah. Oh, we're good again. Like, let us just have this, you know. Yeah. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe that's not the case. But I, I also don't know. I, I don't. I haven't had that kind of like legendary player spurn my team twice and then talk about like coming back. And it's just, uh, it's just a little weird. It's just a little weird. It's I a still little love for it. So. It's a little corny to me, you know. Yeah. It's, and super it's like, corny.
0: it's like, okay, great, sure, fine, whatever. If you're gonna be like the old dude at who's age 40 41 you know sitting at uh the end of the bench then fine great you know it could be like a uh kind of a cornball you know like happy ending or something but eh, sure like if he if uh Bronny james ends up on the calves and lebron signs with them fine like I'd, I'd be curious to see what that was like
1: imagine the narrative <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com. And just another reminder, check out the YouTube channel and subscribe to that. It'll be kind of mirroring these episodes just another way to listen if that is more convenient to you the url is in the show description in the show notes be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen the oakland reach podcast is produced by national folk society and is a part of the basketball
1: podcast network you can find aram
0: on twitter at aram caller <laughs> call a r-a-m-c-o-l-l-i-e-r and if you're so inclined please do leave us a five star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and say nice stuff about it. That would be hugely appreciated. Thanks for coming on, man. Great to be here. All right, that's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.